Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. You're actually home today. I am. I'm on a last sick day. I, uh, uh, I've had a bit of a head congestion problem, sinus infection for the last couple of days. So I took a couple of days off, and after my uh, holiday run, I think I deserved a little staycation. So I sat at home and felt like crap and watched movies. Oh, so. there you go. Did you watch anything good that we would like? I don't really think so. I mean, I've just seen a, a bunch of reruns and stuff like that while oh, okay. I was taking care of some other business. So nothing nothing brand new or anything. So. Okay. Didn't know if it was any new Disney movie or something like that you well, watched? Well, I mean, and sitting at home, Doug, it's very uh, – my uh, my Wi-Fi is very iffy at the house, so it's hard to get anything really loaded at the house. So. Well, that stinks. I would think that because you're – talking to you is perfect now. I thought maybe your Wi-Fi is working good now. That no, they put that new to tower with, in. Yeah, this has nothing to do with the Wi-Fi. This is uh, just the, the cell service. So yeah. This uh, is cellular. So. That stinks, Johnny. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll tell you one thing. Speaking of that, like I got really good Wi-Fi in my house. I mean, you got like three, four bars all over the house now because I put extenders and everything in. I'll tell you what. Disney, with their technology, now that they've taken over Hulu, Hulu's gotten worse. I'm in my kitchen this morning trying to search the app, and it's telling me your Wi-Fi is not strong enough to search. Like, everything's playing, everything's streaming, but it won't let me search for stuff, John. And it's telling me it's my Wi-Fi. So I walk my tablet, my my iPad, into my office here, sit down right next to the router, you know, within a foot, and it's still telling me the the, the, the Wi-Fi is not strong enough. Now I'm streaming video games in here. I race my Gran Turismo. We do this show. Every It's strong enough for everything but the two Disney apps. Because the Disney Plus gives me the same problem. I don't understand what what is it with them that they can make all this wonderful crap. But their Wi-Fi and their apps are horrible. Can you explain that to me? No, and it's not actually for me. It's not Disney or Hulu. That's not the ones we have a problem with. Those usually do okay. I mean, they're a little slow, 
but the one that never ever loads, I think, is is what is it? Peacock. It yeah, just will not load in the house. Yeah, it just won't. I mean, there's nothing you can do. It won't load. It it lo- halfway never loads when I'm at work. So yeah, that. I mean, there. It's just weird. Some of the apps, and then and then apps are like that too. I use a variety of other apps for different uh, some reasons, and they're all doing basically the same thing. And one of them is just ten times as slow as the other one. You yeah. Know? So it, I I never understand it. So. And mine is HBO Max right now because I have HBO Max and I have the app. And for some reason, that app is making me... And Hulu does the same thing, but not as much. It makes me sign in every day now, Max, or every other day. It's constantly locking me out and making me re-sign into the app. And and that's annoying, especially because you, you got to get up and do that picture thing on the screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're laying in bed at night. You want to throw Max on to throw Big Bang Theory on it. Yeah, you need to re-download to your service provider. I, I want to throw my remote through the TV. And luckily, Brenda's laying next to me because that's probably what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, Doug would be buying a new TV every three days. Yeah, thank God for her. But yeah, I uh, I have no clue what's going on with it. But yeah, I, I, I wanted to search something because you ever watch a pro, like a, like a, all this story, like you're watching uh, a show and, you know, each episode there's multiple seasons. Well, sometimes I'll watch the show on the iPad and then finish it on the TV. You understand what I'm saying? And for some reason, the iPad wasn't catching back up to what episode. I was like a season behind when I turned the iPad back on. And for some reason, it wouldn't let me go to the current episode. And it was annoying the hell out of me. Uh, State inspection. I just seen this. It pops up. State inspection begins for Disney World monorail. Disney alleges targeted action by Ron DeSantis. Have you heard anything yeah, about so, this shit? No, but I, I I saw the news article pick uh, uh, pop up. So, dude, the and, only re- and, the only reason I read it is because it just did the scroll and it distracted yeah. me. Yep. Yeah. And what were you gonna yeah, say? I saw that too. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean. Uh, Seen as there's been one accident on the on the monorail in the last forty what fifty years, I, I think they do okay. But mm-hmm. now, no, this is this is just going to become a huge pain in it, and it's still the same thing. It's still the peeing contest. Yes, it is. Two two idiots. So yeah, uh, well, and and also I also bl- I blame him. Yeah, like and both of them. I bl- they should just stay out of each other's business and entertain me, in my opinion. But in the bottom line is. A lot of people now too are are suing and going outrageously. There's been multiple ones where the I constantly keep reading about people getting shut in the doors. John, have you ever come close to getting shut in the door there? No, not that I remember. No, and there's been multiple of uh, the shutting on the door, especially lately. And I think what that is is one person hit the gold mine, like got forty, fifty k or something like that because yeah, it happened to them. Yeah. Now everybody's trying to get trapped in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, I, I accidentally every once in a while will, I, I've probably done it twice where I've shut the back door on my bus um, and actually caught somebody. But the, it's like everything else that has that pressure release where, where once it hits something, it pops back. Yeah, up. like an elevator. But door. yeah, and, and things are going to happen. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, mm. I, I never mean to. But well, okay, maybe if you're bored in the bus after I told you to not. Yeah. in the back maybe, maybe i don't know no, but no, maybe you don't but, do that, yeah but when when people are loading uh, or unloading no i of course have never intended to catch somebody but it's going to happen i mean uh, you know i'm trying to i'm trying to do five things at one time and and you know and especially if 
uh, you're a, a small person. And what happens a lot of times is um, a mom will get off, mom and dad will get off, and they'll leave their, like, three-year-old toddler standing on the back door of the bus, right? Mm. Right at the back door. And they'll let them sit, stand there while they're unfolding their stroller and putting their bags in the back of the, on the bottom of the stroller and da 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 Yeah, God forbid they get ready before yeah. their kids sort of stop. The inconvenience yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, so so they they take, you know, four or five minutes to do that and, and I see everybody else off the bus and I might accidentally not see that and I can't see that kid unless I get yeah. up and walk back there. So it, it's happened once or twice, and I never mean to do it, obviously, but it it is going to happen. It's just a, well, a well, thing. don't you know? And it's you, probably like that on the monorail. So. Yeah, don't you know? It's your fault, John. You're supposed to be that kid's parent. They ain't supposed yeah, to be their parent. It's all my fault, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like your kid watches the wrong thing on television. It's it's Xfinity's fault because you 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 allowed your child to watch the wrong thing, and you didn't put the parent controls on. Cause that was a yep. big thing going on too. Uh, my, my little Tommy watched a bad show. Well, you know you could put program on. I, I mean, I had to do it for mom because sometimes she'll uh, push buttons and don't realize she's ordering a movie, if you understand what I'm saying. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So in her room, I ended up having to put, because it, it happened a couple times and they gave me refunds for it. So finally, I had to put parental controls on the TVs where we have to put a code in before you order a movie. Well, yep. it's not their fault. They told me, Doug, you've been with us so long. You know, we'll credit you. We get it. You and they can tell that you didn't watch it because they can tell yeah, how long yeah. it streamed or whatever. But the point is, is after a while, it's not, that's not their fault. I mean, and, and the way people don't, it's my responsibility now. So I came right home and put a code in so it can't happen no more. But what ended up happening, is that for my excuse, they did a reboot in, an, in the neighborhood. And they re they did an update with all around our neighborhood. So what it did is it shut everything down, our internet and our cable boxes and everything. So when everything rebooted, I didn't know I had to go back in and put the code back in again because we don't order a lot of movies on ever on Xfinity because we have Netflix, Hulu, we have we have more. Yeah, yeah. Why would you bother? Exactly. So I'd never do it. Well, here, mom ordered a movie again. And I was like, what the hell? I got a code in. Well, here, when I went in, the codes were all gone. And when I got a hold of them here, they said to me, well, you know, you had to take it off. And then I said, you guys did an update. And the guy goes, you know what? That probably did it. It rebooted the system. You had to re-put it in. And I never did. And mom ordered John Wick season, uh, movie four. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, damn, all right. <laughs> yeah, so, but we didn't watch it. But anyhow, I had to go down there and. But it's my fault after, you know, one time, yeah, hooked me up because I didn't know any better. But after that, if I'm too lazy to put the parental controls on, don't you blame me, John? Yeah, at some point, Doug. But the idiots, they'll continue to blame Xfinity because little, little Tommy watched a bad movie and, <laughs> and I was too stupid to program it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, when are yeah. you going to be the parent? And it's the same thing there. You know? They have to watch your kid on the bus. It's our responsibility, not yours, John. So, well, you would think, but... But no. God forbid. Not in this world anymore. Nobody's responsible for anything. Uh, so, you're going back tomorrow. What time you going to be in? Uh, 7. Good old 7 a.m. So, would that mean you got to leave at your house at 4.30? Uh, I can leave here, but uh, it's on Sunday, so probably 5.15. It's not a marathon. Um, last uh, week, Doug, I left my house uh, on a Sunday morning. I had to be there at uh, 7.45. It takes me an hour and 22 minutes to get there on a Sunday morning with no traffic. 
it's zoomy zoomy um so usually on that day i would have left about 5 15 or probably 5 10 after 5 or something like that uh last week i left at 4 30 i left at <laughs> uh, two hours and uh 20 minutes early and i was still 13 minutes late so it, it was just there's just nothing you can do you get to a point on magic kingdom property and i can't get to the parking lot so and what I'm did your to... supervisor and all say they they generally if it's within half an hour they generally wash it on uh marathon mm. day because mm. there's just no there's no way i mean it's impossible to i guess i could have left three and a half hours early but mm. i'm not i don't really don't want to sit there an hour and once i get to work i mean you know so i don't know i i just hope next year i either work early much earlier or i just will find a way to not have that i can take a holiday day or I'll figure something out next time. Maybe I'll trade it for Epcot instead of working at Magic or something oh. because it's just impossible. So. Yeah, well, maybe Disney knows it's that bad of a day and schedule you guys all an hour earlier and pay you for the amount of time you get in before you're supposed to start. They did that the week before um, for for something, and then they didn't do it for Marathon Week, so I yeah. didn't know why. what was the purpose of doing it the week before. But no, I mean, honestly, yeah, schedule us so we can all clock in at Epcot and then have us park at Epcot. We all clock in at Epcot and then take the monorail over. And then we'd avoid all the road traffic. You wouldn't even have to worry about us being on the road or anything like that. And then we could all clock out at Epcot at the end of the night. Just give us, you know, 45 minutes in the morning, 45 minutes at night to get back to our cars. So. Yeah. Or, you know, something, say, uh, we're going to pay you, and okay, if you're scheduled at 7, John, if you show up any time between 6 and 7, if you clock in, you'll get an hour of overtime if you get here at 6. Yeah, yeah. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? And, and do, yeah. you know, make it to where you're not the one giving them an hour. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that ain't yeah. fair. It ain't fair. Yeah. If you, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I mean, it's good they don't punish you for it, so that's fine. But if they did, that's bull. You understand what I'm saying? That was yeah. the point I was trying to make. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, we got through it, and I only had about what I have about four hours of driving in it. I think I did. I, you know, in the morning like that, we're supposed to do. Uh, four, I was supposed to do four runs from I think Pop Century to uh, Magic Kingdom. I did one. So mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's it. You know, that's all you can do. So it, it's just it. I I I just wish honestly they would close the parks. Uh, especially, you know, the half marathon, the 5K, 10K, that's all. You can deal with those. But the full marathon, just leave the parks closed until noon. It just is, it's not worth it. No, it's not. And it's it's crazy to use, you know, again, you should, uh, hopefully they do something eventually. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm just glad they didn't do anything to you is the point I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. talking about trying to make, last week Brenda made, these are some of the things we did. From the Grand California Hotel and Spa, we did the Macintosh Apple Charlottes. John, they were so good. And how they're done is you use the uh, the King the King's Hawaiian uh, rolls. If you get what I'm saying, like uh, the uh, which online it's the hold on, hold on here we go. It's three tablespoons of unsalted butter, a half a cup of brown sugar, one pinch of salt. Five large Macintosh apples, a teaspoon of vanilla, lemon zest, and one and a half of thick the brioche buns is what we use. What you do is yeah, the brioche yeah. bread, and you. What I did is I got the uh, like the not the hamburger rolls, but they're like they're shaped like that, 
and you and you roll them out with the rolling pin and put them down in the muffin tin. My God, John, were these good? And then they, they she did this crumb, the crumb topping that goes on these. Dude, that took her. It was some work, but it's a half a cup of flour, half a cup of unsalted butter, two tablespoons of brown sugar, quarter cup of chopped pecans, ground cinnamon, teaspoon of nutmeg, nutmeg, vanilla extract, and then whipped cream or vanilla ice cream for serving. And we did the whipped. John, these were absolutely delicious, especially with the crumble on top, with the cooked apples down below. I mean, it was they were absolutely delicious, John. Sounds good. Sounds good. We did them. We did tomato Florentine soup, John. And that's from the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And this was, I actually had it for lunch a couple days, but we had, oh my, this was absolutely out of this world. You ever had their tomato Florentine soup? Yeah, is that if that's the one from Boma? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. good? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yes, and that comes with it has ground turkey breast in it, olive oil, seasoned salt, black pepper, diced carrots, diced celery, diced onions, minced garlic, chicken stock, tomato sauce, two cups of finely diced tomatoes, Worcester sauce, dried bay leaf, oregano, and the macaroni noodles. John, it was so delicious. It was really, really good. Well, Boma does. I don't think Boma has anything bad in the whole restaurant, does it? No, that's the best buffet on property, easily. Yeah. So, and we did the salmon. I can't find the salmon in here, John. <coughs> we did the salmon, and then I did a a pork tenderloin from here. I'm trying to find the two of them, John. The pork no. tenderloin was out of this world. It was from California Grill, dude. And I basted oh. it in the uh, the cast iron skillet. And I, what I had to make up is a, it's a, a, it's the butter you had to make. You had to whip your own. It's a butter sauce that you cook it in. My God, John, was it good? I'm trying to find the whole. I thought I had it all marked in here. I had two of them marked. I guess I didn't want to talk about the other two, John. All right. Well, well all right. Yeah, sounds yummy. Sounds like y'all uh, lived up large. Yeah, we 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 did some good cooking, John. I did the. Uh, I did the uh, a lot of the salmon while she was doing the uh, doing the uh, the apples. I mean, that was a lot of work to do that apple uh, dessert that she did. It was one of those yeah. ones you ever do something it, by the directions looks like it's going to be really super easy, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you start doing it, dude. And holy moly, these are what I want. I wanted. There's a couple sliders in this book I want to do, and some short ribs I want to do. I cannot believe I cannot find these. They have the they they have the rondo wrap in here too, John. Hey, there you go. You That's uh, a... what that was Bob's uh, favorite dish. Wasn't yeah. It? From, uh, uh, yeah, you can do a rondo wrap in here. Fire outpost. Why I'm finding these others? You told me you had a couple things at Lisa. Yeah, well, since we were talking about food anyway, it fits right in. She's mm. uh, uh, apparently uh, the rumor is that. Uh, Pecos Bills is going to close and become Tiana's um, restaurant. And I, I've heard something about that on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. What would be I? Again, I don't. I won't be upset because you know, I will and I won't. I wish they would just make a Tiana's restaurant and leave Pecos Bills alone. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that would be nice. But if they're not going to, I don't have a problem with it going into that spot. I mean, it it would. 
maybe turn that little area into a whole whole little uh, New Orleans type square area, you know, as uh, towards uh, kind of like a Disneyland. But then also the to go with that, um, we've heard that the you know the little potato kiosk right there between Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and um, Pirates of the Caribbean that, that at one time had uh, McDonald's French fries, but now yeah, it's no. potato barrels. The good old yeah, days, you know, the good old yeah, days of yeah, McDonald's French fries. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it, that supposedly is going to be the beignet place, where in the mornings you'll just be able to stop by there and get beignets. I imagine any time, but I imagine they'd be most popular in the morning. And that would that would be a great idea because you know, beignets are so, you know, just go, go, go. So you could get the three-pack and move on. So and, and what a great way to start your day at the Magic Kingdom with some beignets. Well, all I have to say is I'm all 100% for that. They just better have the... They better be equipped for the amount of people that's going to want to that eat would there. Wa- yeah, I know. I know, right? Or either the queue is going to twist back towards Pirates of the Caribbean. You're not going to know if you're getting in line for Pirates or Beignets. So. Yeah, that's going to be it's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm all for that. And you want to know something crazy? The only time I ever had the French fries there was the first year we went. Because, you know, it was my first time going and... I smelt the fries and I had to have them. But after that, it was like, I can get McDonald's French fries anytime I want. Why am I buying them here? If that makes sense. <laughs> it was, that was that was such a weird thing because I grew up obviously here in Orlando, and it was weird. Uh, I never considered it weird to go to Magic Kingdom and Epcot at the time and not have uh, a a current fast food franchise inside the restaurant. And then me and my buddy, we went up to what Doug, when I was uh, 16, 17 years old, me and my buddy went to Atlanta to actually go to six flags to ride roller coasters that were exciting because we considered the roller coasters at magic kingdom boring. So we went, uh, or I wasn't 16. I think it was 18, but we, we drove up to Atlanta, went to a couple of Atlanta Braves games and went to six flags and there was a McDonald's inside Six Flags. And I thought, well, that is wacky, weird, how bizarre. And then, sure enough, what, eight years later, they put them into all of the, the parks at Walt Disney World for, what, how long were they there? Five years, six years before they took them back out? Yeah, they were there for a little while, yes. And, and, and again, that was, like like I said, 97, me and Brenda grabbed some fries walking around the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, just grabbed yeah. a hand. It was one of the – that year, dude – I remember the first year or two I went there, it was like I had a tapeworm. Brenda goes, I've never seen you eat this much. Everything <laughs> looks so good, dude. I was eating like all day, but you know how I walk, John. The good thing about me is I can eat, I burn calories. Like, well, you're, you're walking 170 miles an hour, so you can <laughs> probably stand to eat. Can you, uh, That that's exactly the same thing. Lisa bought fries the first time we were at the Magic Kingdom, I think, and then we never bought them again. But, but at that time, she was so particular with what she ate it was uh, uh, thank god we found french fries oh okay she ate like, back then she ate like 10 items okay so. <laughs> now would she at like 15 like yeah she was like a little kid yeah <laughs> I mean, it was like, i'll eat fried shrimp i'll eat french fries and okay all right so my I mean, she's still somewhat still somewhat of a picky eater but nothing like she was when she was 25 so my friend carol right. is like that the lady i do work for that became like a sister to me i yeah you know, that woman, I'll talk about all, like, I, like I'll read this stuff or whatever. Oh, my God, me and Brett. Oh, my God, no. All she wants is a plain burger, plain pizza, plain, you know, I mean, 
She doesn't want any kind of spice, any kind of anything. It is so plain, John. She, like anything you <laughs> mention. No, no, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that. You know, she, If you throw steak on the grill, she just wants steak on the grill. You know what I mean? No flavor to it. Yeah, it's, it's, she's, <laughs> yeah. But I did the peri-peri salmon, John, which I've had this before down at the Tusker house. And this was okay. absolutely delicious, John. It has a, it has a half a cup, a quarter cup of sambal chili sauce, tablespoon of olive oil, paprika, seasons. It's uh, old bay seasoning a little bit in Italian seasoning, coarse salt, quarter teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, and then four six ounce salmon flakes. And that's what you uh, marinate that with. But then the topping, John, which is really good. One large to tomato, but you dice it finely. Two cloves of two cloves of garlic, quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil, two teaspoons of samba chili sauce, two tablespoons of chopped fresh basil, coarse salt, and flesh, freshly ground black pepper. And what you do is you cook it in the first ingredients, and then when it comes out, you you top it with the diced tomatoes and everything, John. It is absolutely delicious. I get. I was a ten out of ten for us, and and the thing is, the topping that you make with the fresh tomatoes and everything, I, me and Brenda were talking. You could do that on like multiple different items, and it would be really good. Just, yeah, so. probably be good on like uh, on my my and other fish like that. Yeah, it sounds good. And also, this same <clears throat> ingredients on fresh bruschetta on the grill in the uh, summer. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Something like that, because it's it's really refreshing. And this week we're do, we're doing the caramel Hawaiian. She wants to do the. That's why I was thinking about the King's Hawaiian bread. I'm going out to pick this up today. We're gonna yeah. do the caramel Hawaiian sweet bread pudding today. And Ooh. that's from uh, the Bounty of. This is from Alani, John. This is an Alani recipe. Okay, cool. Doesn't that sound really good? Yeah, it does. And I'm trying to find my pork tenderloin here, John. Where I did the pork tenderloin from. It's the last one that keeps eluding me. But that was really delicious, too. Here's our coriander wings, John. The honey coriander wings. I did those Monday. So, Dude, they're, they're the best, aren't they, dude? Oh, they're ridiculous. The problem is, Doug, that a lot of stuff like that, that just totally ruins us for getting wings anywhere else. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like I could stop on the way home, pick up some wings, and I'm like, nah, eh, why? I mean, it's just not even close to being as good and and to think that those wings aren't even fried or anything and they come out that good you know that's why they're the best because they're healthy for you as healthy i mean because nothing in the ingredients is bad for you nothing it it has that one thing of sugar you know but other than that yeah that's it so and even that's barely barely anything john yeah yeah so yeah i wonder so good uh, they're amazing, dude. Uh, that's probably that and the walk to Hollywood Studios is the best two things I've ever done for you, John. <laughs> ah, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd say if you did a top five of Doug's things he's done for me, they'd probably have to be in there, wouldn't they, John? <laughs> Doug, your your undying friendship is number one. Thank you, buddy. I love you, John. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, no, those wi- those wings are amazing. They really are. And and I mean, once you have everything in front of you, they're fairly easy to make too. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a it's not an extensive recipe. You just need your measuring all your measuring spoons and pl- and the spices in front of you. The problem is, it's like the day before I do them, I have to make sure that I still have everything because there are what eleven different spices in there. So, dude, you gotta try like I told you to do pork chops or a pork tenderloin with that. I'm telling you, dude. Put all I those know, ingredients. Are so good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you, dude. Put all those ingredients in a crock pot with a pork tenderloin, and put in some potatoes and carrots with it. When I tell you, John, and you can adjust it a little bit to get it the levels up, if you get what I'm saying, to go in the crock pot. But when I tell you, heaven, it is heaven. It is that good, dude. Anyway, another one that was that good, the pork tenderloin, is, uh, the, I wonder if uh, Judith and Tommy have had this. It's the grilled pork tenderloin from the California Grill. It's a, you know, And this was, I did a good job. I made this myself the other night and surprised Brenda when she comes home, came home. But it, you make this mustard butter, John. It's six tablespoons of butter, softened, two tablespoons of Dijon mustard at room temperature, uh, whole two tablespoons of whole grain mustard, lemon juice, Worcester sauce, and and black pepper, and you whip this all together and make a butter out of it, John. A, a spice mm-hmm. butter, and then the tenderloin is uh, you get some sage leaves and you cook the sage actually because I did it in the cast iron, uh, the cast iron uh, skillet. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get twenty sta- uh, sage leaves. And you put a little olive oil in there, and you just cook the sage leaves lightly. You don't burn them, but it flavors the skillet. And then you take the leaves out. And then you get salt, uh, freshly ground pepper, and then put the pork tenderloins in. And start to brown them, and then you put the brown butter in, the butter in with it. And you cook the tenderloin based in it. I mean, the basting the tenderloin for like 15 to 20 minutes in the skillet with the, uh, with the butter sauce. John, when I tell you that tenderly melted in your mouth, dude, it was that good. It was fabulous. Sounds yummy. The only thing I did wrong, I have to admit, our colander broke. And I made my homemade mashed potatoes. And when I, I don't brag about myself often, John. I really don't. Never. 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 I mean, you know, I'm a very humble, shy guy that don't brag at all. But I When I think of the word reserve... Doug, I think of you. Thank you, buddy. See, that's why I love you so much, John. <laughs> but anyhow, I'm a really good cook. I became one. Brenda helped me. And, I, and I'm kind of a perfectionist. I like my good. And I knew Brenda loved me because these mashed potatoes I made taste like garbage. They were bad, dude. They, the sides were good. I mean, I, well, I made beans and stuff with it. But the, ba- the mashed potatoes... What we I our colander last week got ruined. It got melted on the stove, and and we have a big pot that has the colander built into it. But I didn't put it down in before the potatoes, so I went to strain it the other way. Well, here when yeah. I strained it, I think I left a little water in the bottom of the pan because what I do is I keep the hot pot. I put the butter in, the uh, the butter in, and I smash them in the pot and then whip them in the pot by hand, and they come out delicious that way because you're doing it with the hot pot. Well, here, I think I left a little water in there and didn't see it. And they were watery, dude. They they weren't, they were creamy as hell, but they tasted like water. Does that make sense? Yeah, the watered down. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they were bad. Well, my my mother-in-law ate them. My wife ate half of hers, and 
quietly put she loved the tenderloin was the tenderloin was the star of the plate so it was good but you know us john when you mess up potatoes there's an issue i was mad at myself <laughs> i mean first of all it's the first and know how you won't pour a beer out yeah <laughs> if there's two scoops of potatoes, they go back in the fridge for me to heat them up. You understand? Yeah, I don't yeah, waste. I'm, I'm there with you on potatoes. Yeah, I do not waste any kind of potato, dude. Well, these went in the trash. They were mad at me, but they went and what was left of them went in the trash. They were bad, dude. But I knew Brenda loved me because she would not tell me. I'm like, come on, hun. They were bad. They were really bad. So, anyhow, the dinner was great. The tenderloin was great. The sides were good, but the potatoes were absolutely horrible. But I messed up. I do it every once in a while, John. You know, the third, fourth time it's happened in your life, is that it? So, yeah, it's good for you. Dude, cooking-wise, first time, dude. Don't don't try to put extra strikes <laughs> in my pocket over here. No, it was just, it was, you could just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, what is that? Like, what are, what, what's wrong with it? Watered down potatoes is not good, John. Just saying. No, uh, very similar to that, Doug. I made the wings probably three or four years ago one time, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with them, and I completely forgot to put the cornstarch in yes. into the sauce. Yeah. And, and that makes it way too thin, and yep. it just doesn't have that thick consistency to coat the wings. So, and it, I figured it out afterwards, and we're like, okay, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so. and, and, and you know what else those wings taught me? One, I was just, it was one thing I was meant. I was a little scared. I've never had my oven at 500 degrees until those I know, wings. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially especially here, our our ventilation doesn't work as well as it should for the yeah. for the uh, stove. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna sit in here and watch it. So, yeah, okay. but where are you little take it back? I didn't even know this thing went up to 500. What are you talking <laughs> are, about? Are you sure it's supposed to go this high? <laughs> but one of the this things is a, that, this is an oven in the house. Uh, no, and but one of the things it taught me was. I haven't cooked chicken at 350 in the oven since that. It taught me I do my even breast and everything else. If I do put them in the oven, if I'm not doing it on the grill, 450 or 475. They're so much more juicy, John. Yeah, it gets that sear on the outside and keeps all the juices inside. They're just so much much more flavorful. When you do them at 350, they're dried out. Yep. It taught me that. I do all my chicken now at a hotter temperature. and a lot of other things, but yeah, I was like, when I read that recipe, five, five hundred. I my my <laughs> stove does not go to five hundred. I was scared, dude. I had to admit, I was a little scared, but nah, dude, it, they are delicious. I highly recommend everybody try to honey curry in their wings because they're healthy for you and they're good, dude. If you eat and, like you said, if you eat something that good that ain't deep fried, that's amazing. Yeah, and the fact that they're that popular at Ohana says a lot about them. You know, yes. But. Yeah. So, oh, again, congratulations to the beautiful Judith for kicking all the male butt in the our podcast league. So. Yeah, yeah, and uh, unfortunately uh, for the Miami Dolphins, they have to go play in the subarctic uh, that apparently is Kansas City. You know, with Doug, when I think of the coldest places in the country I, for football stadiums, I think of Minnesota and Green Bay, uh, maybe Gillette Field in, mm. in New England, and, and possibly I think Buffalo. a cheat when I think of that. I'm sorry, did I? I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. I apologize. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> but Kansas, I mean, Kansas has always struck me as the same, like, you know, cold Maybe like Philadelphia and New York. Very yeah. cold, but not frigid, you know? And my God, it's going to be zero there tonight. 
So. And again, I know I'm out on a limb on this one, and everybody will say, Doug, you're wrong or whatever, but I truly believe that like the NFL is the biggest group of hypocrites, the owners, the commissioner, all the players associate, the NFLPA, you're all JOs because if you want to fight against concussion and injury and helping your t- players, every stadium should have to be climate controlled. I'm sorry, why don't the NHL play outside then in the icy areas? Why don't you why don't you make them play outside every single game in the elements then? I mean, it is just so dude, I am sorry, the number one thing that causes concussions, more concussions are caused by the helmet hitting the ground than helmet to helmet contact. Can we agree on that? Yes, and 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 what and what consistency is that ground gonna be tonight? Like Exactly. So And not just that, John. I'm sorry. Does your knee let let's do this. Let's let's try to be smart. And I don't know if everybody following along or as smart as we are, but we'll hope. So John, if you were dropped from three feet in the air on a frozen surface like in Green Bay and land on your knees, or you're dropped from three feet and land on the grass in Miami, what do you think you're gonna get hurt more at, John? The three feet in the frozen a tundra or three feet in a beautiful seventy degree Miami climate controlled stadium? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm, I think you might get a little more hurt in Green Bay, Doug. Exactly, and then I'll even go the other way. The players should not be playing football in 97 degree temperature and watching people swim in a pool in Jacksonville. That's and my that's just wrong too. Those stadiums should also have to be climate controlled. Tampa Bay should have to have every stadium should have to have a roof, in my opinion. If it's nice out, open it up like they do in Seattle and different stadiums. Now the roofs open and close. Mercedes Stadium yep. opens in Atlanta. Every stadium should have to be climate controlled because I don't think it's good football that all of a sudden Kansas City or somebody might win, like the Tuck Rule. I'm not mad at it. Blah blah blah. I don't think any game should be decided by a ball slipping out in the frozen temperatures. I don't like it. I didn't like the ice bowl when I was a kid watching Dallas play Green Bay. I don't want to watch Tony Dorsett in the 70s run on ice. I didn't pay for that. Am I? Again, if you want that, then all of a sudden certain stadiums should change the basketball. Bounces different. They should soften the court, harden the court. Uh, baseball, what they should, the baseball should uh, put holes in the outfield or something, put ice in the field. I just, I don't, I want to see the best athletes play the best athlete. I don't want it to be, I don't want the game decided by temperature. Look at Buffalo this weekend. Who knows who's going to win that game? It's supposed to be feet of snow, 30, 40 mile an hour wins. Like, who wants to watch that? I'm not, I don't want to watch it. Do you? Not particularly. No, no, no. And I can't watch a game tonight anyway. It's on Peacock. I mean Peacock, and it's not going to stream very well here anyway. So yeah, uh, but yeah, the frozen dolphins I won't be able to see. So I, I wish them luck, but uh, yeah, no, that's about it. It's so. just it, I just I know a lot of people disagree with you, but for the players now aren't working at the used car dealership after the game. They're they're, they're multi million dollar entities, and I don't understand how the players association at this point they cry about everything, John. But they're gonna they're gonna play it minus. 30 degrees is what they're saying the wind chill factor is going to be at Kansas City tonight. In yeah. my opinion, that's just stupid. Seems a bit extreme. What do you have? A billion dollars worth of entity out there? Of uh, uh, what? What? Patrick Mahomes, what's he worth? 400 million himself? Yeah, so what if he gets frostbite? No. Well, <laughs> he does he not have more of a chance of getting hurt tonight smashing into the ground breaking Absolutely. bones than he does on yeah. a on a on a climate control? Why don't they hold the Super Bowl then out in the middle of the freezing cold? 
Because they don't want all the new butts sitting in the cold is the only reason they don't do that. That's why yeah. the Giants game went over horribly when they did a Giants stadium. I don't know. I, I'm going to preach this forever, but I, I don't enjoy I mean, I remember the playoff game. Shady McCoy ran for 200 and some yards. I hated the game because it was in the snow. I get it. When you're a kid, I'm strong like bull. I mean, a lot of the guys now, me, I'm a man, I'm macho. I want to watch them play in the snow. Shut up. It's not the best. I want to watch the best players, athletes play the best athletes. I don't know, you know, I, I don't get it. You know, let baseball then play in the freezing rain, driving rain. Yeah, they don't, and they don't have the Summer Olympics in, in Canada in no. January. So, you know, <laughs> what would be the purpose now? So. No, it just aggravates me with and and again it all it's all testosterone and and bullcrap to think that it's a better game being played in the elements. It's not to me. I don't even want to like, dude. Is it fun watching a game where all of a sudden it's pouring rain and the guys can't throw the ball, catch the ball, people slide and all that? Oh, it's so funny watching them fall. Then don't watch football. Go watch the the go watch a comedy show. Go watch the Three Stooges. Stupid. Am I wrong? Ah, you pretty much got it. So. Yeah, I mean, anyhow. And, I, Doug, I, I have a terrible feeling that your Eagles will get your win because uh, the, the too many of the announcers have picked the Bucks, I, I, I and I, I know the Bucks like to choke, so yeah, uh, well, I think your Eagles are going to get your win. So I, I don't really know. I don't. I mean, I, I can't. This team, I, I have watched football my entire life. I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, they have really just fallen apart in the no, last month. And you, and and everybody keeps wanting to blame players for this. And and I'm tired of hearing that too. Yeah, they missed tackles, blah blah blah. <coughs> but our coaches, and I know this term is old and stupid, but I'm going to use it anyway. Our coaches are playing checkers, and every other coach we're playing against is playing chess. Our offensive and defensive coordinators are the two stupidest human beings on the planet as far as they should be coaching. No offense to all the high school coaches out there, but they should be coaching high school football. Because do you know who you know who Sweat is on our defense, right? And you know who Hassan Reddick are, right? Okay, the first play of the game last week, and I know this is going to bore everybody else, but I have to get it off my chest. The first play of the game last week against the Giants, we got those two defensive ends who are pass-rushing savants. That's all is programmed into them. It would be like, in my opinion, it would be like programming a vicious junkyard pit bull to be a lap dog for the queen. John. Are you going to be able to do that? You're going to turn a, a junkyard dog into a sweet, innocent dog, John? Woof, woof. Probably uh, not. Okay. Well, they have these two dropping back into zone coverage and playing starting off at linebacker, John. And as soon as the quarterback rolls out to either side, they're programmed to chase. They chase and leave a hole in the zone for 18 and 20-yard catch. That's the defense we start off in last week. We got players in such wrong positions. Our coaches can, everybody has figured out. They know, the defense is yelling across like in the Super Bowl. We played New England and they filmed all of our stuff. But now it's like the same thing, but our coaches can't adjust. They're yelling across the defense of offensive line. Hey, stupid, I know what you're doing. You might want to call an audible. Oh, we don't have one of them. It, we are we are being so outcoached, John, and A.J. Brown's not playing, so I have no faith in anything. We have given up scoring drives on 27 of the last 29 possessions by the offense. You know that, right? 
At one time, there was 27 consecutive drives that teams scored points on us, John, and you think we're going to beat you? <laughs> well, I know the Bucks too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they have a tendency to, to, to choke. Well, so, they both deserve to lose, in my, point, my well, opinion. There you go. Doug, honestly, uh, I don't know if either one of them is going to go far. So, you know, uh, if the Eagles win, they have much better potential. There's a lot better. You've got better athletes and and better potential on your team. But they are definitely, they've got their their whole psyche is set wrong. They are being so so It's It's pathetic. I sit here some idiot podcast contractor sitting in here and my wife has been I, I will call the plays that we're we have had a guy in shotgun 99% of the time they do not change anything John it's the same crap over there's no innovate there's no innovation like know how you watch Andy, Andy Reid and there's innovation going on every week there's yes. a different playbook I mean there's different plays different vary. we have no variations to nothing here John the only variation we have is okay Jalen when we do the tush push, you're going to go off tackle this time. <laughs> you're not going to go over center. You're going to go off tackle. Oh, we're going to trick him. The only thing that saves us there is he can squat 600 pounds, John. There you go. Well, we're pathetic. But anyhow, I have no idea who's going to win, but it's one of the double-edged swords. I want them all fired. Like, Soriani... Again, I respect him for what he does. If he stays, I'll root for him. I'll be there. But after we lost, after we beat Kansas City in Kansas City, and he's talking trash to the fans, he kind of lost me there, John. Yeah. As you know, I I get upset. I'm not into that trash talk, and I'm not into any of that crap. You know, I don't, I don't like any of it. I don't like when an idiot gets a first down. You're losing by 30 points, and he gets a first down. He starts pointing. Like he should be able to be punched in the face by his whole team. You know, there was a one. One of the Denver players did that in the fourth quarter against the Dolphins. That when the Dolphins scored the, the ridiculous amount, and it's like, what are you celebrating, yeah, dude? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you not see the scoreboard? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He's one of them. He he'll get a touchdown losing, and he wants to show off the whole game. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, back to Disney. But again, Judith, see you started all this, and poor Judith, they got Belichick fired too. Not Judith yeah, and Tommy, Belichick but fired and. Nick Saban retired. I couldn't believe that. So that sounds like a song. Belichick retired. I mean, got fired and Nick Saban retired. It sounds like a song. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty sad too. They had his replacement the whole year. Mayo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we knew you were going, old man. Is basically what they were saying. It's sad. Uh, but anyway, the 2024 Epcot International Festival of the Arts is here, John. You excited? Uh, we might get out there uh, this Friday and take a look around. There's a possibility we might be there for this Friday. So. That would be nice. Yes, indeedy. It's cool. I like. I do like the stuff that they put up with all the... Uh, like the paints and the, the different paint tubes and stuff. Like, like the way they decorate it. They do do a good job with that. Yeah, interesting photo ops where they they put you in some of the famous uh, you know paintings from around the world and stuff like that. And like we were talking last week, it gives a lot of local artists and artists from around the world a chance to come out here and sell the, sell their Disney related uh, um, art and some stuff that you really uh, never see. So there's always some really cool stuff. So no, and it is cool to. See. I am glad. One of the main things I'm glad about it gave them a way to use. Uh, 
uh, Figman. I liked it that he is the matriarch of Ep- he is the matriarch of Epcot, and I love that they're using him for the festival. Yeah, he fits in very well. Yeah, so. yeah. And then this is the biggest thing: how to buy a Figment popcorn <laughs> bucket in 2024. Breaking news: uh, War here, war. No, no, no. We got to talk about the Figment bucket over here, dude. It is pretty yeah, cool. Okay. I do like the uh, that it has the whole building and all around. Don't you? Yeah, it's it's really a unique one. So the new limited 2024 Figment bucket is available only by using the mobile order feature at the Epcot International Festival of Arts. So guests can only submit one mobile order per day for up to two popcorn buckets at 30 bucks a piece. No discounts. And Disney advises that quantities and supplies are limited. I think they sold out already for today. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, um, here's how, how to do it. On the day you visit op- your Epcot, open your My Disney Experience app. Tap the plus icon and select order food. Choose an available mo- mobile order arrival window for Epcot souvenir release. During your arrival window, select I'm here to prepare my order. When you receive a notification that you're ready, your order is ready, go to the mobile order pickup window at the Odyssey building between Test Track and the Mexico Pavilion for your popcorn bucket. Mobile order and pickup time slots are available from park to open to park close unless they sell out. You're going to try to get one? I don't know. I'll talk to Lisa and see if we if we think it's worth the, the trouble. So, uh, no yeah. discount, so it would be 30 bucks, but I don't know. Well, maybe you can order get two and sell one on ebay uh, i'm not allowed to do that Doug. oh well then you can send it i'll buy one off you john i'll give you <laughs> an extra 10 bucks how's that sound i'm not allowed to do that doug now well, if you bought me a beer you know yeah. if you gave me the 30 dollars back and bought me a beer i'd be allowed to do yeah, that that's okay yeah it would be fine they do look cool though yeah they're pretty unique um yeah. so it definitely is not a a feasible thing to actually carry popcorn in though. No. So. No, it was almost like the uh the uh the piece of garbage. The piece of junk. The, the Millennium Falcon one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The hunka hunka junk. Hunker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, none of those are really built for actually carrying popcorn, so though uh last year when they were doing the uh or whenever that the Figment one first came out, it was going crazy out out there. Um, there, I had a guy get on the on the, a young guy get on the bus in the afternoon, and he had like three uh, uh, Figments slung around his neck. He looked like Flavor Flav with the big clocks back from the day. <laughs> like, okay, dude. Right, oh, Jesus, you say so, buddy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see they were doing a bunch of stuff on the new uh, creator of Star Wars and? They're really mad at her, and they agree with you, John. They nothing like there's all these Star Wars uh, historians and people that love it, like you know, dress up, go to all the good. There, there was a big YouTube thing I seen on Star Wars, and it was like from different uh, entertainment magazines and stuff like that. And they all hate her, the one that's doing the newer Star Wars. They hate the whole story of Rey. They can't stand it, dude. <laughs> they, they hate they hate her as much as I hate Iger, John. That, that ruined their Star Wars. <laughs> it, I was cracking me up. And I was thinking about you. I'm like, I love Rey. <laughs> Even though I get it, but they were going on and on and on about it, how, her and the whole storyline and her Star Wars was ruined. Their Star Wars has been ruined. So. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I just I don't find that story. Anything after uh, Return of the Jedi is just not nearly as interesting to me as the stuff before. So, 
it, it really is disappointing. And the fact that they, they strayed away from, I mean, they didn't stray away from the same storyline. Ray's got the same storyline as Luke Skywalker did. Yeah. So it's disappointing. It was lazy. Couldn't, it was lazy. It, yeah. And I mean, if they would have went, I, I think they really should have uh, delved in more to um, Finn's character and stuff like that. I found him a more interesting character than Ray, but that's me. So, you know. No. Well, I hear you. Well, I kind of, uh, in my opinion, I, I, I think they should go to the port where I, I'm more like a story that has a bunch of leads, if you understand. I wish they would dig into all of them. Like, like give me more on all these other people. Like, that would make the saga better. Like, is it one of the best shows? Like, like example, Big Bang Theory. And I know it was supposed to be Penny and, 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 uh, and Leonard and uh, Penny and, and uh, I'm losing Sheldon. But all the others are as, as important as they are. Like, I consider that a six-member show, don't you? Yeah, well, Doug, and to that point, Game of Thrones. Yes. I mean, really, who is that show about? That show is about everybody. So yeah. it's not, there is no central, I mean, I guess you could say that. The Khaleesi and Jon Snow were the yeah. main two, but yeah. really, I, it wasn't. But, but it, there's so much other stuff yes. involved, so. Yeah, I wish they had dug deeper. Like, Star Wars, I think it needs to be more of a an entourage of people instead of, or, or a whole ensemble, the word I'm looking for, instead of yeah. just trying to narrow on one. I, I think, like, The Mandalorian is, is that's fine. But what I like about The Mandalorian is, when it goes to each of these areas, it more goes the story of that whole area, or where they're at. Like, when they went to the sheriff in the town, like, they told the story more. I don't feel like there was enough of the story being told. It, it, anything different, like you said. It was just, it was basically, they changed Luke's uh, DNA and, and, and turn it into right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian was kind of like the X Files, where there's yeah. this underlying big giant storyline. Yeah. But at the same time, you could watch it episode by itself and understand what's going on in that yeah. single episode. Yeah. yeah. And it was rewarding just watching an episode by itself because, like you said, there's you know the sheriff story, this other story, and and things like that. So. Mm. Anyhow, speaking of space, new spaceship Earth mural debuts for the 2020, 2024 Epcot. International Festival of the Arts. So that was a big new mural, John. What's it have on it? Anything inter inter interesting? Yeah, let's take a look. Is it drawing from inspiration. A uh, new mural featuring Spaceship Earth has debuted. Uh, the new mural titled Drawing on Inspiration. Four Imagineers paint Spaceship Earth feature artwork from current Walt Disney World Imagineers showcasing the iconic Epcot centerpiece in their own individual way. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty. That's for sure. Yeah, so, it's interesting. I, I like anything new, like as far as that stuff. Yeah, there yeah. was a, a lot of people were down too, and people were complaining. I think it was, uh, and I think because of the marathon, people get to see more stuff than you normally do. Like they were complaining about back fences and stuff, like we've talked about before, like being left in disarray and. They, I wish for 2024, I don't care as much as new rides or stuff like that. I think everything should be brought back up to the level that we expect from Disney. There shouldn't be paint. Like, if you're over in Future World, know how you go that back way through Future World where that walkway and all is? Yeah. There's, there's pictures of the paint peeling off all those fences. and I don't remember any of that before, except for these last few years. Do you, John, when you were a kid or in the, in the 90s and 2000, do you ever remember seeing anything in disarray? 
No, there was a time, and but it's been a long time since I remember everything being um, uh, perfect. But Doug, we went on uh, 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 Slinky Dog two weeks after it opened, and there was paint peeling on that already in the queue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been it's been quite a while that this issue has been developing. Yeah, they don't keep up on the maintenance as much as they used to. No, um, unfortunately. So and marathon weekend, I got major, major, major complaints about uh, the bathrooms again. I can see that. Yeah. Did you answer me, Johnny? I had to let the doggy out. Yeah, yeah, I said I can, I can see that. I mean, anytime there's a gajillion people uh, using one restroom facility, they, they do get out of control quickly. So. But, but I think the biggest problem is, John, and again, it's cutbacks, it's saving five cents so the executives can make a dollar. But I still don't understand how they don't have the attendance in the restrooms anymore. I really miss that. I miss the, I, I, I remember, what, when did they stop that? About eight, ten years ago, maybe? Yeah, it's been a while, and what they've done is is that, for as as far as I know, like every big restroom still does have a individual that's responsible for it, but they're also responsible for a big like five others out. Yeah, or or certain area outside that restroom, and so instead of just always hanging around the restroom, they're they're having to do other things too, and it's not their fault. It's just no, that, no, that no. They, I'm not they don't have as many people to do it anymore. So you know. No, and again, it has to do with pay. Why are you going to work? Who wants to work there, dude? Who? Wa- I mean, you feel, like, dude, you're working in a bathroom. You're, you're, you, you need to work. You know, you're not. You didn't grow up saying that's my dream to be a custodian in a bathroom. I mean, they need to have more help. I wouldn't want to do it. Would you? I would do it, but I wouldn't want to. No, no. I mean, it, it, you know, you can take pride in any job. But yes, no, I would. I, I might. Ha- I guarantee. That's not, that's not one I would. I would uh, volunteer for. No, so. but no, I do guarantee I mean, I'd have to clean his bathroom on property. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah there, there's no doubt. It would be second to mine. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'd be called the bathroom Nazi because I, you know the toilet paper on the floor. <laughs> Doug would well, get fired within the first hour. Yes, what I you, would. You flush the toilet. <laughs> Dude, really? Come on, buddy. Oh, dude. What you do in there? Oh, let's speak of that. As I work in the casino, I'm doing a lot of work. And we, what is wrong with people, John? Like we are so people have become so lazy and so how can I put so soft and so dependent on everybody doing stuff for them. Like with uh, the way social and electronics and like you know how every toilet now has this automatic flush to sensor and all that yeah. stuff like john if that don't work like you walk out right and that you don't hear the toilet flush do you not turn around and go what what's going on or you move if it don't flush do you not do you do you know you can flush the toilet if if that don't work am i right there's a little button there, and that's uh, that's your emergency release. Well, <laughs> well, apparently half the idiots on the planet, the same people that continue to pay extra for everything that Disney throws out there, they feel so entitled that they don't know how to push a button on a toilet after after they do their business, and they don't realize if the electronics don't work that you can actually flush your toilet. Like, what and, is wrong? With, it, how would walk? It, how, how could you walk away from that? 
And if it disgusts you to touch that button because it's right behind the toilet, take your foot and use the toe of your shoe. Yeah, to whatever. Push the button. It's very, it's very easy to do. So, yeah. Yes, I'm well aware of, and and half the times the sensors don't work and don't go off and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, Doug, we're we're talking about that. That's half the problem with the bathrooms on property. Yes. Yeah, people are more disgusting than they ever used to be. Yes, they're you know? lazy. I mean, they're, they're so dependent. Yes, there was a time in entitled uh, uh, time. Oh, there was a time and age. Doug, where people wouldn't walk away from a toilet that was, you know, I mean, it just wasn't something you did. I mean, no. that's disgusting. Yeah, so. because you could be reprimanded for it. Now you can't reprimand anybody for anything. Again, the same idiot that don't put their card away leaves a toilet full of their crap. But no, that bothered me the other day, dude. I was in the same bathroom because I was working in the Wild Wild West Casino in the same bathroom in the back. That I went to at three days in a row, dude, had the same toilet full. I had to go in and flush because I couldn't leave it that way. People, if I could have got the person, dude, I would have locked the bathroom door and I'd have had some serious come to Jesus moments with them. <laughs> so, so the day I, I went to work and when I was getting really sick, I actually had to do the Caribbean Beach uh, Interior Resort uh, shuttle. So I'm just driving around in uh, Caribbean Beach all day, uh, picking people up and dropping them off here. So I pick up this group at um, uh, at uh, the Skyliner station, and they're just going one stop. But, you know, and that has a lot of time written into it. So there's extra 10 minutes or so, so I take my time at every stop. So there's a, a mother there, and she's got her coffee that she just got from the um, little kiosk there, and she's waiting for her son, who's probably 15, to, to finish his drink and well, do you mind waiting and no no i can wait nah, what's the big deal so I, I sit there and i wait and i wait he comes running finally they get on the bus and i drive him over one stop and about halfway to the one stop i hear something fall and i there's stuff that fall on the bus all the time so and i can't turn around and look obviously i'm driving so they get over there and they just get off the bus and the older lady that was on the bus with her husband in the in the scooter she goes, they just got off the bus and left that. And so she got up and went and told me, and I, I turned around, and oh, my God, he dropped half his slushy all over the interior of the bus and not said a word about it, just got right off the bus. Total scumbag. So, yeah, so so what I did on purpose was, okay, no problem. So I, I got up, put the air brakes on, got up, went to my, you know, the driver's box and got the a handful of rags and scooped it, scooped most of it up. Then I walked out right in front of them as they're standing there waiting for the other bus to take them to the Magic Kingdom and shook it out mm. <laughs> all over the ground and looked at them, got back on, cleaned it up some more and, and shook it out right in front of them. And then finally, after two of those, the the kid comes back over and he goes, I, I am, I'm so sorry I dropped that. Well, you couldn't have said something yes. when I was when you did it in the first place. Yes. I had to embarrass you to make you just, and then it was probably his mom that made him actually, and his mom should have been more embarrassed than him. No, I, Obviously, and, I, and I'll disagree with you. I think the kid had something in him that made him come over because the mother should have did something immediately. I think she yeah. was the one that did. I blame her. The kid seems yeah. to have more morals than the mother does. The kid it's needs to train the mother. I mean, this is where we're at in society now. Yeah. Where uh, uh, just let somebody else clean it up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Entitlement. Nobody wants and to do actually, anything. And and Doug, that's not our job. I mean, honestly, uh, what I'm supposed to do 
and I'm not going to do it because I'm just not that kind of um, where I'm supposed to park the bus, call custodial, and then wait an hour for custodial to come out and clean the bus up. Yeah. And uh, that's just not going to happen. I mean, I've got rags on the bus. I can do it myself. It's no big deal. No. So, and the and other do- thing is because it is mother and the, and the kid or the kid and the idiot, they should have helped you or told you because now it's all about them. We're going to get off. We're going to get on the next bus and go have our good time. But now John has to stop, and if you did call custodial, somebody else that's paying the same money as him now is not going to have a bus in rotation because you're yep. getting cleaned. Yep. It's yep. all about them. Yeah, oh, yeah, that the older lady, she was just horrified. <laughs> she, was, she couldn't believe it. So I thought she was going to get out and start yelling at the mother. <laughs> yeah, I would have said, uh, I had to say, did you, lose, did you drop this? It's I'm sorry. Uh, here's half. Uh, I should have opened your lid. Here, let me give you back what you dropped. <laughs> yes. Here. You want to finish uh, this off? Yeah. Uh, pass holders now get a free reservation day, John, of admission for all four Walt Disney Parks on 16th, 18th of January, 23rd, 24th, 28th, and February 1st. You, if you're an annual pass holder, you don't have to make a reservation for any of these days. You can just Yay. go. Yay. Good to go. Good to go. It should just open up, period. It's getting closer. I mean, dude, I, I know right now after the marathon, they had people there the other day. They were just walking right on shit. It was cool. Oh, yeah. It, it is dead. dead now. It's really dead. So, it, And it'll be like that all the way through February. So uh, I, think it, I think it might be the deadest year they've had in a long time because the economy ain't getting any better, John. Things aren't getting better. So I don't, I don't see it. Uh... I tell you what, the weather was, dude, we're, I, I've been pumping my basement out for three days now. It just keeps loading up. It is, it, it's been pouring and storming. I know you guys got it bad too. Yeah, we had a night of tornadoes. Yeah. Um, that day I worked was, uh, we had some tornadoes come through. I don't think any of them touched down and made significant damage, but uh, it was nerve wracking. So. Uh, D23, tickets on sale now. D23 Disney announces ticket sales and expands D23 to Brazil with new event. Were they running out of people to spend the money here? I guess so. Unless they're they're expanding to Brazil. South America. There is no park in South America. And the the ultimate Disney fan event is August 9th, 10th, 11th of 2024 in Anaheim. It moved back to Anaheim. So if you want your D23 tickets... I would like to see it, but it's too much. Uh, 2024 Disney After Hours event begins tonight. Sold out. No sold out dates yet. That's telling you something, too. I'm proud. I wish they didn't sell a ticket. The first Disney After Hours event of 2024 kicks off tonight at Hollywood Studios, which just was January 10th. And unlike in 2023, no dates are sold out yet. Disney After Hours events at Disney Hollywood Studios proved to be very popular in 23, with every night reaching capacity. Magic Kingdom Epcot were less popular, but still sold out several nights, particularly towards the end of the season. The season in late August, 2024 After Hour ticket prices range from 155 to 175. Oh my God! I I never thought in my life. I'd see tickets close to two hundred dollars a day. Would you, John? No. Not anyway, maybe. for Magic Kingdom and Disney Hollywood Studios, Epcot after hours ticket prices were one forty nine and one fifty fifty nine. This year's prices are marked 
increase from 2023 where tickets range from 129 to 159 and it's saying uh on ev event nights guests get extra three hours at the magic kingdom well how are you gonna you're not getting an extra three hours if you already paid for the day and then you're paying you ain't getting it it like they're acting like we're giving you three hours <laughs> for 159 dollars you giving me anything yeah, and you're not getting the full day. No, so, I mean if, if if you go on that day, you're only coming in at, at a certain time. So you're not. It's not like you you paid the one fifty five and you get an all day ticket including the extra three hours. No, no you don't. So event times at Hollywood Studios are nine thirty p.m. to twelve thirty a.m. Events at Magic Kingdom and Epcot are ten to one. Admission admission to the parks begins at seven p.m. You can't go on any rides, but you can go in and spend money on food and drink. I was telling Brenda about that with you guys getting your your coupons. She couldn't believe you didn't get a bonus. You just got coupons, so you would go spend money. <laughs> well, that's the way it's been for. Yeah, I, it's never it's sad. Yeah, the the point is, the bonus should be is they should give you one free meal voucher for you and your members of your family. They should give you like a pack of four to go out Something to dinner. Something like that, or yeah, or even I would be happy if I mean, well, then I guess I'm feeding the devil. But I would yeah. just say I'd be happy if I got some fast passes, but. Yeah. Or some lightning lanes, but yeah, we don't even get those. So. Give you a give you a free meal at a Disney Disney restaurant. I understand if you don't do Art Smiths or any of the extra ones, but give you a Disney Ren restaurant, any place at Disney, you should be able to get a meal for your family. You know, Disney yep. at their hours at the studios will take place January 10th through April 10th. Uh, January 10th is 155, 125 for DVC owners. January 24th is 165, February 21st is 175, 175 for February 26th, 175 for March 13th, 175 for March. Would you pay, John, this is extra $50 for only three hours. <laughs> Do you think they have the balls to charge you for Lightning Lane 2, Dorn? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, holy moly. And the event, you can look up these events. I'm getting sick. The Magic Kingdom is 155, 165, and 175. It starts off January 11th at 155, and then April 8th is 175 hours. It is disgusting. Uh, after hours at Epcot is 149 for February 2nd. I mean, John, I mean, would you pay $159? You're basically paying that to do Ratatouille and Guardians of the Galaxy. Am I wrong? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. What else did, would you need to go and and Earl, even with that? I mean, it is six, three hours. Like family of four, six hundred, six hundred and fifty bucks. Are you are you nuts? Is that worth six hundred and fifty dollars for three hours, John? No, 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 it's not. I mean, what are they like? And who's doing this? We all can't be Bill Gates, dude. <laughs> I mean, it has to run out somewhere. Uh, speaking of running out, the basin at Disney Springs and Grand Floridian are closed for refurbishment. You ever been in the basin, John? Yeah, going there quite often to wash my hands. So. <laughs> yeah, we bought actually bought some uh, because I have the the eczema skin condition. I find a lot of uh, the salt soaps and stuff in there really help um, get some of the roughness out of my hands and stuff. So yeah, I, I've got a couple. We actually still have a couple around here of um, some of the bath. Yeah, we and stuff we. Like that. Yeah, we all and went Lisa in there together. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think we, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where Judith and the girls and all went when we were after paddlefish. We went in there, remember? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a nice place. We like the soaps. 
Uh, all of a sudden, that page decided to go away, John. Okay, well, no, you didn't need it anyway. Saying it's having so, problems. There you go. They're closing. They're closing. The one at Grand Floridian's closing. They're gonna re re uh, do them. So hopefully they don't get rid of the sinks. I mean that's a that's a nice place to go wash your hands after you had a good meal. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like the yeah, place. Super clean. Yeah. Walt Disney World Railroad at Frontierland Station opens with new entrance. That's pretty nice. I'm glad that's reopened. That was closed because of all the Tiana stuff. They had to change some yeah, stuff around. Yep. Uh, new stack, snack kiosks on Disney's Grand Avenue at Disney Hollywood Studios take taking shape. And I wonder if that's going to be some kind of specialty snack shop of some sort. I'm trying to read. It's over there by Muppets 3D, John. Okay, way over there. So. Yeah. Uh, located on Grand Avenue. That's, you know, Muppets Avenue. Uh... It's saying the main area walkway into Galaxy's Edge is an ideal location for more substantial snack offerings. The original snack kiosk in the area has been moved across the street. So, yeah, hopefully they're making something here to uh, have something. Another area where you can grab some food because God only knows the studios could use more. more. Every park could yeah. use more food offerings. Uh, they're changing the, the Country Bear Jamboree again, John. Yeah, they're changing it to uh, uh, different varieties of country music. I think I saw rockabilly and some uh, homage to old Grand Ole Opry and stuff like that. So that, that sounds exciting. That, I think they'll have like one of the classic songs probably still in there. But otherwise than that, they're going to adjust some of the songs and uh, maybe get rid of Blood on the Saddle and Don't Kill a Little Beefer. <laughs> yeah, well, it has been under attack forever. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Nobody's making you go in. <laughs> Yeah, but I get it. I'm I just glad they're. I'm they, just glad they're keeping they could use the animatronics. An update on that anyway, yeah, I'm so, just glad yeah. they're using the animatronics. I just wish everything wasn't changed because of crying. I just wish it was just changed. Does that make sense? I, I'm fine well, with I it. I don't. I'll I don't think. know who's been crying about the country bear jamboree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, uh, uh, you're. This is talking about you, John. Walt Disney World transportation adjusts as all-day park hopping returns. Have you gotten any memos on that? You know, I, I wanted to read this because I haven't been there in four days, so I don't even know. And I was wondering what they were going to do because, uh, as we, as you said, park hopping was going to – with the all-day park hopping returning on January 9th, Disney has updated the transportation system to accommodate guests hopping between parks. Bus transportation is now available between the theme parks beginning at 10, 10 a.m. each day. So our paddles for that will start at 10 instead of 1.30. Guests may also take the monorail when traveling between Magic Kingdom and Epcot. That's that's been going yeah. bus services are not available from magic kingdom to epcot at this time it hasn't been so not much just starting at 10 instead of 130 well that's awesome i i still remember when i got that tree for brenda the coffee plant that she wanted remember i told you they were from like the safari and all that stuff they were doing yeah. i bought her that and i remember the last day i was there when i ran over there Dude, I got there at twelve thirty, and the Animal Kingdom was dead, dude. It was, it was. There was hardly anybody going in, and they would not let me in, dude. That's when I went to yeah. lunch at the Rainforest, and I. It's like so stupid, John. It was, it was. That park hopping thing was the stupidest thing they did, in my opinion. 
Well, I don't think, Doug, it wasn't for, to keep people out of, out of Animal Kingdom and stuff. It was to keep people out of Magic because there were so many people that would make reservations at Animal Kingdom or Epcot and then just pop in and, and then want to go to Magic Kingdom right way. And when they were trying to control the crowd at Magic Kingdom... Well, just say you can't go to made, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's what they should have done. Or Hollywood so. Studios. You can go to Epcot but, yeah, or, if it or, was a, if or it was Animal a dead Kingdom. Park, what, what do you care? Just get somebody in that wants to spend money. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. so I had to go wait and sit there. And, you know, I was... Because I was the day I wasn't feeling good either. Remember I told you I started to feel bad? Yeah. And I'm like... I had to wait an hour and a half to get in a, an empty park. And when I tell you, when I walked back there, dude, I went... I walked, like, there was people there, but it was not crowded at all. I mean, I could have walked. Yeah. Kilimanjaro Safari was 15 minutes. Yeah, there are some days that is the, probably one of the worst areas in all of the parks to walk. That that area, if the Lion King show gets out, there's new crowds coming yeah, in. Yeah, that bridge and that all. That bridge, oh yeah. my goodness, man. That can that can make you feel like you're in the hub at the Magic Kingdom after the fireworks. Yeah. So. Yeah, from that, Star, I mean, from that Starbucks all the way across to Harambe yeah, Village. Yeah. Is about... And then other, day, other days you hit that walk and it's great. But Dude, man, you're, sometimes. Whoo. You're the only one on the bridge. Yep. Uh... I don't know. New Disney Thrills ticket offers a low price for a two or three day Walt Disney World theme park admission. Disney comes to Apple Vision Pro in USA on February second. Those are the last two. We're running out of time on this key on this card, John. Tickety tickety tick. What is this one here? Available to purchase starting January 11th, the new Disney Thrill Ticket offers two-day Walt Disney World ticket for $199. You can also add a third day for a total of $219. Now, that's that's a good deal. Yeah, three days for $219. Yes. Or you could do three hours for $175, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure that out. Uh, Let me think a minute. Uh. Uh. The special Florida resident ticket is val valid beginning January 11th through March 15th. You don't even have to go in consecutive days. Uh, with the advanced park reservation for each date of your visit, tickets can be used on consecutive or non-consecutive days. Now that's good. Two nineteen—that's a deal. I'd have to buy that a couple times, John. Yeah. And yeah, and you can bad. add park hopper for forty bucks. So it's not bad either. Yeah, two sixty. So you're, what? What are you talking? Eighty five bucks piece. Yeah, that's eighty six. I'm okay with that. That's reasonable. That's what the prices should be to begin with. And what's this new yeah. Disney comes to Apple Vision? Anything Apple could do to help Disney with their streaming and Wi-Fi and all that crap, I'm all for. Apple today announced Apple Vision Pro will be available beginning Friday, February 2nd at all U.S. Apple Store locations and U.S. Apple Store online with pre-order beginning. Friday, January 19th at 5 a.m. What is this crap? Iger announced at June 23 launch of Disney Plus streaming platform will be available on day one of Apple Vision Pro. Uh, Walt Disney World, I guess, oh, I get what this is. Apple Vision Pro is that new deal where, if, uh, you've probably seen articles of this. You put it on, it's like a virtual 3D. It's like a virtual, not yeah. how you do virtual yeah. reality on, on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. What you do is you just watch movies in this. You don't even need a TV set. It's like yeah, you, and I'm, you put the goggles on and just watch. And I'm and I'm looking at one of the pictures here where they have like the electrical parade going across your kitchen counter. Yeah, that's pretty friggin' cool. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll be able. Oh, uh, I think you can watch that on Disney Plus too on your TV regular. 
Yeah, but to actually see it almost in in three dimension coming across yeah. the kitchen counter, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but... Have you seen? Uh, Lisa had me watch it the other day. Have you seen the electrical floating electrical parade in in um, Paris? No, I have not. They use drone technology, and it just goes right in front of the castle, and then it it, it the drones go into the shapes of the different um, things from the electrical parade. And it's still got the same music and stuff, but they're all floating about 15, 15 20 feet off the ground. Mm. It is incredible. <laughs> so. I bet it is. But the first thing I think of is now they don't have to pay any humans to do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty that's, much, that, that, that's the, it's still really cool looking. Wally was the most futuristic, planning the future <laughs> cartoon that ever existed, John. Animation just, that ever existed. I just want to lay here on my sled. Yeah. No, it's sad, dude. It's very sad. I don't have much else. We got six minutes, John. WDW, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the other one. There's not much over here. Just a bunch of new merchandise and cups. and I'm so crazy, dude. I could buy a new coffee cup every trip, but I don't. But that would be the one thing I like. I do like cups. I, and I do like the way that the, uh, the the new Starbucks mugs look. I like the Magic Kingdom one actually a lot. It looks so retro. It looks like something from 71, doesn't it? Yep. So. I drink out of the one you got me almost every night, the one from that you got me, the Starbucks mug from Animal Kingdom. Or Epcot, oh, I mean. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I drink out of that every night for dinner. But no, that's about it, John. I'm going to sit here, and, and I'm pissed off, too. The Eagles got to play the last game of the weekend. That really sucks, too. I yeah, want, I'd rather get it over have with. A short week. Yeah, thank God. As of right now, I'm off from down the shore, so I'm working for myself, but I can get the phone call any day. And being, You know how it is, John. You get up, That's why you miss some games. You got to get up so early. It really sucks that if you're working, you've got to be up at 4.30 to have an 8.30 playoff game. Yeah, eight yeah. fifteen, uh, and then they got to do the extra crap at halftime, and Uncle Billy has to sing the halftime show, and it's just all stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, Tuesday's my overtime day, and I actually got I got uh, scheduled for overtime this week, Doug. No, that's so, good. Uh, but but it's a late shift, four until midnight. So actually, Monday night I can sit up and watch the game. I'll sit up and watch as much as I can stomach until the Bucks start pooping on themselves. Uh, they, so, dude, anyway. that game's going to be a throw-up fest is what that's uh, going to be. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm so disappointed. And uh, It I, is what it is. I can't believe it. I, know, I, can't, I can't be nearly as disappointed as you are. No, so, no. Yeah, dude, well. and, but they deserve it. I mean, uh, the, the argument I was going to make earlier, and we got three minutes, is uh, if you went to trade the Eagle, like, what kills me in it, and this is how I blame coaching 100%, if you went to trade the Eagles roster man for man with almost any team in the NFL, that general manager would take the trade. There's only a few teams that you would say their roster is better than ours. If they are. It would just be yeah. you prefer your player over ours. But there's what? Maybe four four other teams that you would say has equal roster to the Eagles? Oh, they've got great athletes. There's no doubt. So, it, it's and, disgusting. And you, and you showed that and you showed that for what 12 games? Yeah, so. yeah, but what happened is, John, we were out playing with players in those games. What happened is after those 10 games, the rest of the league has totally seen what we're doing, and our defense, our offense are making zero adjustments. So it is sad. Anyhow, 
Everybody be kind to one another. We're in the last two minutes of our SD card. I got to go pick well, more up. Everybody be kind to one another. Everybody be happy and healthy again for this wonderful new year. Happy, healthy, and wealthy. I hope everybody that listens to the show is. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Fold your strollers. And don't spill drinks on my... You know, if you spill something, at least tell me you spilled it. <laughs> yes, be honest and clean it up. You don't even have to clean it up. I'll clean it up. But tell me about it. So. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.